Hey, welcome back for another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. Today, we're going to have a fascinating conversation about money, love, and business. My guest today is Katrina, the Jumpstart Your Biz Coach, and she helps her clients make more money doing what they love. She's the creator of Jumpstart Your Marketing System, which is a tell-it-like-it-is dynamic thing. She's a speaker, author of the book, Love Yourself Successful. I love that. And really has a no-nonsense approach to showing our entrepreneurs how to develop consistently profitable businesses with proven strategies. Plus, she kicks her clients in the butt to get it all done. And Katrina, you've got 30 years experience in sales and marketing. Yes, I started young. <laughs> well, okay, so tell me, tell me about that. Let's start there. What got you started in marketing and sales? Oh, well, come on. My first job was at scooping ice cream at Thrifties. If you, you're probably too young for Thrifties, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I was selling people up to two scoops or three from one, right? So I'm always thinking of the upsell, the then I was in retail and, you know, I tried not to get too corporate. I had a couple corporate jobs and they were like, eh, I w I'm not a corporate person. Not your thing. No, I've done door-to-door -door sales. I oh, used to wow. knock on doors. Yeah, residential and business. So I've, I've been, I've done it all. I used to sell knives, cut co cutlery. Oh my God, my whole family has cut co now. Like, <laughs> so like... You know it's, it's interesting how many successful internet entrepreneurs I know who started out with that kind of background at Cutco specifically. We've all done Cutco. Yes. And I think, <laughs> I think part of it is that really teaches you to get past some of the fears of uh -huh. making offers. Do you find that a lot of clients run into the, I can't make an offer. I don't right. know how to, is that something you deal with a lot? Totally. Yeah. And, and it's funny because in Cutco, you had this presentation, you had this flip chart. I got to tell you this whole presentation. And I had a client once, uh, I don't know, about 10 years ago, who was a roofing company and he would have this presentation. I'm like, dude, you got to lose the presentation. Like some of us are putting us to sleep and you're making us not want to buy because you're wasting our time and you get to the point. So I had him change it to where he would go in and say, do you want the flip chart presentation and all the facts and figures? Or do you want me to just get to the point and answer some questions? Nice. That so was smart. He did that. He like doubled his business because he would give people what they needed and wanted instead of what he thought he needed to do. So huge. That, that is huge. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make, especially if we don't have a background in marketing and sales is thinking we have to do that kind of uh, flip chart, blah, which blah, turns blah, into blah. webinars now, right? The, the webinar is the modern flip chart, I think. Yes, it is. <laughs> and you have to blah, 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 everything, features and benefits, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you everything I need to know, everything you, you need to know, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know. And that's one of the things that you talk about for your clients is how do they make offers that actually really easily get people to say yes to them. So it's, it's not the flip chart style brought into this century. Um, what's the way that you recommend entrepreneurs approach that piece of their business of the pitch or the offers that they make? Well, again, it depends on the scenario, like, mm -hmm. right, if you're pitching from a stage and it's your live three day event, then you have the whole time yeah. to like work and ease your way into that pitch and really get mm -hmm. them comfortable with you. If you're doing an hour talk on a webinar or a podcast or, um, if, or a live event, mm -hmm. depending if you know the, the audience or not though, right. If you're the guest speaker or the host, right. it's so different than to make the pitch. If you are, um, 
there's so many different, if you're just in a networking situation and you're meeting someone for the first time, what do you pitch them? You're not going to just talk to them for two minutes and pitch a $5,000 thing. You're going to have, you know, an easy yes offer. Mm -hmm. Now I do think that people need a $5,000 thing or a $10,000 thing or a $20,000 thing. But you also should have an easy yes offer, like a couple hundred bucks or a way to try you out for less. Mm -hmm. so people are hesitant these days to go into the big thing. They want to try you out first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's, that's something that I think is a really important point for anyone listening is be aware of what the situation is because it's not about just having one 30 second networking pitch that you use everywhere and expect to work in every situation. It really is knowing who you're talking to and what that environment is. Yeah. And I never say the same thing twice in a networking and I do a lot of networking. I mean, I'm a huge networker offline. I go to, that's how I started my business is I was uh, in advertising sales in the local area here in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And I was already a member of the chamber and none of my mm -hmm. ad rep friends were mm -hmm. in the chambers, by the way, they just would go door to door. And, but I went and I totally um, got involved with the chambers and the organizations locally and then when I left that company and went out on my own, I had a lot of friends and connections mm -hmm. already. So it was, I was in four chambers of commerce, a leads group and a women's organization. And that's how I started my business. And just cause just crazy amounts of networking follow up and, and that really worked, you know? Wow. Okay. Okay. But so I said something different every time. I never, I don't have a prepared networking spiel. And so I <laughs> if you're too prepared, you look fake. You know? you know, that I think that's one of those things that's a fear that actually is a legitimate fear of coming across very canned when we rehearse something too right. much. Right. So how do you approach a, a networking conversation with somebody for, for anyone listening who is thinking, I can't imagine walking into a networking event without my little note card or my prepared memorized speech. How do you approach that? Well, you can totally walk in with your note card. Please walk in. I, I probably did in the beginning. I know I had little cheat sheets uh, in my pocket and I would read them before I went in, in the car. Right. But uh, you can totally do that. Please do mm -hmm. that. Instead of looking like a, a, that you don't know what you're talking about. It's better to look like you are know what you're talking about. But eventually once you start saying the right things and, and getting um, mm -hmm. more comfortable with sales and marketing talk, you know, feels in general, then you're going to be able to fly by the cup and say this to this person and that to that person. And you're going to intuitively know to mm -hmm. say this to this person, listen to this person, ask this question and then respond to that question. And you're going to know um, once you get into it more, it's just in the beginning, sometimes people just, you have to be more prepared in the beginning. So that's not what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that makes sense. And I think that's, that is something that some of it just comes with experience and just yeah. getting out there and doing it and being uncomfortable until you get comfortable with it. Right. Yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to make sure I asked you about was your book and I see it right there on the shelf behind you. So tell me about love yourself successful. That's a really intriguing title. Well, it came about, um, after it's, it's a lot of my own story and what I realized, uh, helped catapult me in my business from mm -hmm. making a low or mid five figures to a six figure business and what I really did to get there. And a lot of what I did to get there was focus on the love side of my life, not the business. 
And so that's why I talk a lot about love and money being love plus money equals happiness because you can have a lot of money, but if you're not in love, number one, with a significant other, yourself, and have a love-filled environment, Mm -hmm. how much, I mean, how happy are you really going to be? I mean, there's some people that will be happy with money and that's all they care about, but those aren't the people we care about. So <laughs> then there's not the right that, audience for you. Right. <laughs> then there's the people that are happy in love and everything's roses and unicorns. Right. Mm-hmm. But then they're not making any money because they're either not comfortable or they don't know how or whatever. So you need both, I think, you know, because we don't want to be eating top ramen. So we need to make the money yeah. so we can provide for our families and then some, and then maybe even give back and do a lot more good in the universe too. But but love plus money equals happiness. So we got to focus over there. I like that because it's a different perspective than you usually hear. You don't often hear those two things mixed together other than, you know, sometimes you'll hear people say, create the life that, that you'll love and that kind of thing. But I always wonder when I hear that, I'm like, well, did you take time to actually design it, plan it out, figure out what you want before you started trying to create it? Because I think sometimes we, we go off track there and there's kind of that missing, how do you design it? So what do you see the connection really being, especially when you work with clients? I know you've got some different facets to your business that we were chatting about that are really interesting. So I don't know if you want to share uh, for a minute about that. Yeah, so I, um, when I started my business, I was married to my starter husband. And the, <laughs> we, when okay. I learned more about business and went to workshops and then I finally hired him, well, when I went to that first big workshop, right, uh-huh. way back when in 2005, it was, or yeah, 2005, it was not uncommon to pay $3,000 to go to a marketing or business workshop. That's what people were getting then. Mm-hmm. They were getting and charging. So it was like scraping everything I had to get to this first workshop that I really wanted to go to. It was, you know, a plane ride and a hotel and the workshop itself. I mean, I had to totally get outside my box to pay for that. And my husband was not happy because he was, he's more of an, um, an employee mindset. So there's the employee mindset and you've got the entrepreneur mindset. And so that really, started the process of us growing apart because I wanted more. I, I learned all these things that were possible as being an entrepreneur and, and I knew I needed to invest to learn and grow and, and expand my business and hire people and do this mm-hmm. and that. And he was not comfortable with that at all. Mm-hmm. And his, his security mindset kind of kept him here where I was going over here. Oh, it'll all work out. It'll all be fine. It's all going to be, you know, and anyway, so that ended, um, and then I went on this dating rampage for I don't know how many years. And the okay. first few years was very not pretty. It was just not pretty. And I realized I had a very masculine energy because uh-huh. a driver and I would I took charge of my business mm-hmm. and I would go into dating situations with my list of things that I wanted. Here you go. Do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? If not, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, so checklist. <laughs> yeah, that is not a good way to go into a dating scenario, by the okay. way. They don't want to be- I'm taking notes here. <laughs> yeah, and so then I had a boyfriend for two years. I did actually get a boyfriend who I thought was the love of my life. That was mm-hmm. the year that I actually, that was the year I made six figures in my business. Mm-hmm. And I found love. 
And it was all because I was just being different. And I have a whole story on that that I don't have time to get into because your show is too short. But it's, I was being different. I wasn't just doing stuff. And I'm a just do it girl. I'm a doing person. Anyways, so then when that guy broke my heart, I realized, okay, what am I doing wrong here? Obviously something, I'm doing something wrong too, because it's not just them. <laughs> so that's when I went into some relationship courses mm. and that the year that I really decided I was going to find the man, this was a couple of years later because I had to go through the broken heart sy- sy- syndrome okay. and, uh, and I hired a matchmaker one year that year and I got in, I did some relationship courses and was on four different, uh, huh. dating courses. I went all in that year. So I didn't hire wow. a business coach in 2012. I hired all, I did all of that for 12 grand, 12 grand, the same amount as I spent on my first business coach. I spent wow. to find a man in the love of my life. So during that process, I developed systems for, I'm all about systems in the business mm-hmm. and the marketing. So I developed systems because I figured I had to meet a hundred guys to find the one. Like just when I did door to door sales, you had to knock on a hundred okay. doors to make your 10 sales. That makes total sense logically. Right. It's it's a numbers game. Okay. Right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, how do I meet a hundred guys? And people are going like, really? Yeah. I had at one point on my cell phone, I had 10 guys that I was, you know, talking to and texting. Okay. I'll meet you here. I'll meet you there. And at any given day, I'd have one or two little coffee or cocktail dates or whatever. Wow. I'll organize and I had folders for their content. I mean, I was very systematized. So. Okay. I met my husband, my current husband, my keeper, right? And six months to the day of deciding I was going all in and paying all that for all that stuff. And wow. together ever since. And uh, I realized, oh, I had a system for online dating. And so because of the book, yeah. Love Yourself Successful, I have a teleseries on the book now. And I have an online dating program for women over 40 or close to it. Uh, and... <laughs> It just systematizes the sorting process because it's not dating, it's sorting. You got to sort to find the one. Anyways, it's a long story, but uh, it's fun. That's really cool. I know one of the things that, that you do talk about is helping women realize they don't have to settle. No. Pay to do, do what you're describing here and actually figure out who's going to be the partner you're looking for in life and, and look at it a little bit differently. So what is it that you think causes women to just go, okay, let me settle for good enough. Instead of, like you said, going all in, I'm going to meet a hundred guys if that's what it takes. And, and how do you see that settling thing in private romantic life playing out in their business as well? Well, because I think they, it's a lack of confidence. Yeah. Honestly, it stems from lack of confidence. So that's where the love for self comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't think, oh, well, this is good enough or, or it's the fear of the unknown, and this happens in business too. Well, if I hire a coach, I don't know what's going to happen. Or if I decide to do this event, I don't know the, what's going to happen, so I'm not going to do it because it's the fear of the unknown. They right. can see their next step, but they can't see three steps or four steps out there. So people tend to not even take the first step. Mm-hmm. But most of us know that have are making multiple six figures once you take the first step, you see the second. Once you see the, get to the second, you see the third. Once you get to the third, you see the fourth. But if people don't even take that first step, they won't see the fourth. But we can see the fourth, or we we know it's there, mm-hmm. and it'll be all it'll be mm-hmm. fine. But you have to take those first steps to get there, and just yeah. not even worry about the unknown. It's gonna work itself out. 
You really do because if you're thinking too far ahead, and I know women, maybe men too, tend to do this, we think ourselves into this like spiral of a hole of, but what if this, but what if this, but what if this, but what if this? And we're like 10 years out in the future on a totally different planet at that point. And that's not good for for personal life or for business. No, no. So you have to really, I mean, I was 35 when I got divorced and I was like, uh, before I decided to get divorced, I was like, okay, what if I live until I'm 80 or 65 even? That's 30 years. Do I want to live like this for 30 years with like a roommate situation and a not very loving situation? I have a very loving personality and I need to be in that love relationship. Now there's people out there that will say, oh, it's okay. I don't need it. But then they do need it, but they're just saying they don't need it. And that's undervaluing what you need. You need to stop that. You need to really think deep about what you need and know that if you live till you're 90, is this good? Are you good for the next 30, 40, 50 mm-hmm. years? Because it's, it's not worth it. It's not worth staying. There's better things on the horizon that you may not even know exist until you start taking those action steps. So I just saw so many of my clients that were so unhappy in their personal lives. And that's why they weren't doing what I would tell them to do in their business. So that's where the correlation, that's when really the book got birthed is I saw what my own thing. And then I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, let me look at my clients. And 60% of my clients Mm. were not happy in their personal life. Either they were in a marriage that they didn't, weren't happy in, or they were single and wanted to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. 60% of them. That's wow. Right. I can see that where that would really make a light bulb come on for you. You look at that and go, okay, they're not happy here. And this isn't working either. Yeah, and they're not getting to the networking event or they're making some excuse up or something else is, you know, the universe is going to feed you Mm. the negative stuff until you actually do take those steps. So that that's really interesting. You know, I hear people all the time say that if you want to grow as a person, start a business <laughs> because there is so much personal development that goes oh, yeah. along with it. And some of that is the awareness that it, that I know you bring to clients of it's okay to get clear on and acknowledge what you desire and what you deserve. And part of that is more than just in business. It's also what do you desire and deserve in your personal life, in a relationship. Yeah, because if you make a bunch of money in your business and you get where you want to be in your business, but then you look back and go, oh, I don't have a family. I don't have any free time. What do I have? Now I have money and I have free time. What do I do with it? I don't know. I don't want to be with this person. So why have you wasted your time? You know, so I don't know. And it's, I can tell you, it's 400 times easier. Mm. I might have said 200 earlier, but whatever. It's a lot easier to to have a supportive significant other that is your cheerleader that will go and turn and say, I want to spend 15,000 on this thing Mm -hmm. and, or I want to go do this next thing. And they're like, if you think that's your next step, you go, you do it. Right. That makes such a difference in how successful we are or aren't because we need that person who we're with to support us to be the person who when we have because I think we all have those moments where we go we waver for a minute can I really do this is this really available to me can I make this decision and go for it and if we don't have if we have someone who not only isn't being supportive but who is saying no you can't do it you shouldn't do it I don't want you to do it why aren't you doing this instead it makes it really hard because then you're fighting an uphill battle not just against your own thoughts 
but against external thoughts as well. And that makes it nearly impossible to really break through to six or seven figures in your business and make the impact that you want to make. You need that person in your corner. If somebody's going to be in your corner, who's a cheerleader for you and who, when you forget to believe in yourself, can step in and say, hey, I believe in you. You can do it. I'm telling you, this is the key to people making more money in their business in many situations. Now, granted, there's some people that are very happy in their personal lives that still aren't making money, but, but this is a huge sign and people are in denial about it. Well, it's, it's tough because I think we are so often taught to be the quiet, nice, deferring type, especially women, right? This is what a lot of us were raised not to speak up and, and say what we want or need and certainly not to say, I need out of this relationship. That's not something that is accepted by, by a lot of society. So I think it's important to have these kinds of conversations. And for women to know there's people out there like you who not only are saying this matters, but you've actually lived through it. You took massive action. I, I can't even, I would go crazy. I think if my phone had that many, that many text messages and numbers in it, I wouldn't know what to do with that. Um, but you really, you, you walk your talk. You went out there, jumped in and said you were going to do whatever you had to, to make it happen. That is amazing. Yeah, I've done it in the business and hired high-end coaches uh-huh. and lots of them. And then I've done it in the personal life because those are the two uh-huh. things that really make up what I want. So again, it's designing the business around the kind of life you want to live. I want a really, really loving family, right? And family uh-huh. unit. And I want a thriving business with clients that I love that are making me good money, right? I want okay. them making money too, but the, but that's what I want. I don't need a whole bunch of other stuff necessarily. Those are the things that, that matter for me. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's a little different. So you design the, the life or uh, the business around the kind of life that you want. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's something that you can, you can only do when you've taken the time like you did to actually think through maybe not a checklist of here's the qualifications, but more yeah. of this is generally what I'm looking for. And I'm actually going to go look for it because great men do not fall in our laps. At least I have not personally had that experience. Well, a lot of people say, oh, I've tried online dating. It doesn't work. I'm just going to let it happen organically. I'm like, really? Okay, so I work 90% with women. I was going to women's networking events. I was going to women's business conferences. My clients are all women. Where the hell am I going to meet a man? Like, seriously. So, I mean, think about it. That makes sense. I had not thought about it from that perspective, but oh, yeah, <laughs> if you're mostly in women's business circles, where are you going to meet? I would go, man? and when I'm flying on my, my business trips and stuff, I'd be at the airport scanning for men without rings because I was never around a lot of men. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Store. I'm like, no, no doubt, in the fruit section going, okay, that guy has a ring, that guy doesn't have a ring, he looks like he's... He's got a little, you know, the little hand carts, you know, they're single and they've got a hand cart. (laughs) Well, you know, the interesting thing I think is this just really does underscore the value of investing in who's already done this and how can they help me? Because when we try to figure it out on our own from scratch, there is such an insane learning curve on something like this because we don't know what we don't know, right? We don't know the process that works. I think it's why matchmakers historically have been such an important part of certain cultures because they understand some of the nuances of relationship that 
you know, it, that's not everybody's specialty for sure. So I think, you know, business and life, it's something that a coach who gets it, who understands a process can be just a huge asset if you really want to achieve your goals. I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. So I know we can send people to, let's see, is it jumpstartyourmarketing.com to find out more about you, to get some really cool freebies, but there's actually two other links I want to ask you for. One is you mentioned earlier, uh, you have an online dating program for women over 40 or not quite 40 yet, but interested. Where do people go to find out more about that? (laughs) Well, uh, if you go to well, the, the book stuff is at loveyourselfsuccessful.com. Okay. And it's uh, <laughs> the online dating program is online dating program for women over 40.com. I'm just typing that in to make sure that URL. Nope. <laughs> it's online dating. I think it's just online dating for women over 40. Okay. And is it numbers, numbers four zero or the word written out? Yeah. It's online dating for women over four zero.com. Okay. If Got you it. really want to know that and it's only a couple hundred bucks. I'm not, that's not my main business, nor do I right. even, like really promote that, <laughs> but we've talked a lot about it and it's super good. It's still really good. And a I lot had of, to ask. <laughs> a lot of the exercises that I teach in that um, course are things that I paid thousands of dollars to learn in the relationship courses. So it is, yeah. Well, and I think it really does relate to business because some of those things that I, I mean, I know I was divorced a few years ago and being in social situations, some of the things that require courage to approach people, talk to them, ask them questions are really the same concepts that you have to master for business, being able to approach people, ask them questions, have conversations. I think I can see why the skills really are transferable and interrelated in a way that most people probably haven't thought about. Yeah. Most people in the dating and they get like, they go on one date and they're like, I really like him. And Oh my God, I hope he calls me back and da da da. And like, you can't even feel like, no, not until the third date. That is the rule. You cannot get all in until they make it to the third date. Cause most people don't make it to the third date. So stop getting all excited. Sort them either. They're like, Got it. Sorting <laughs> word of the day. Sorting. <laughs> So the other thing I wanted to ask was you mentioned that you have the story about how what worked for you was not just doing different things, but actually being different, showing up differently. Where can people go to hear more of that story or to connect with you about that piece of things? That's a great, where do I tell that story? I tell that randomly everywhere. I don't know. like Everywhere. Okay. A lot of different interviews and stuff. (laughs) Um, I probably told it in the love yourself successful teleseries, I'm guessing. Um, but it's, it's, I tell it at most of my live events. So come to a live event. Okay. So you've got to go to a live event with Katrina to find out more. That's a great call to action. If you want to know the story about how to be different so you can attract what you want in your life, you need to go to jumpstartyourmarketing.com and find out when Katrina's next live event is so you can be there to experience this in person. Yeah. And I have a feeling it would be a lot of fun as well as very instrumental in your business and your personal life. So. Yes, you can learn a lot at my events. Some people are shocked at what they get away or get from my events. I can imagine they walk away with a little more in a little wider perspective than they expected. It's super fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today to chat about business and love and life. 
Thank you, Michelle. It's been a great time. All right. <laughs> Everybody who is listening and watching wherever you're at, be sure to check the show notes. If you're on video, it's right below the video. And click through. Check out uh, Katrina's website. Get your Jumpstart Your Biz kit. Maybe check out the Love Yourself Successful book. And uh, tune in for the next episode. I will see you there.